It's another Sunday night watching the superstars fight. You know it's what we love to do. Talking about NXT or WWE. And we can't forget about AEW. Viewers' choice on the North-South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North-South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North-South Connection. North-South Connection Podcast. Listening audience, welcome back to another fantastically wonderful, adequate edition of Viewer's Choice. Uh, As always, I am not the tool man, Tim Taylor, joined as always by the co-host of WWE War here on the North-South Connection. It is Marcus. Marcus, how in the H are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm not going to let the last two and a half hours dictate my current mood. I mean, it's I a, great, a great day. I mean, you celebrated a national holiday. That's right. That international the, international holiday. The birthday that. of our Lord and Savior, Brett the Hitman Hart. Hitman, happy 65th birthday to the best there is, the best there was, and the best that there ever will be. Brett Hitman Hart, my hero. The interracial relationship king. Absolutely. Some would say that I could possibly be their child. That is very true. I don't, I don't know, know if that's. It, I don't think the timetable works, but don't <laughs> I don't let, think so either. But that's don't fine. Let the facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, um, you don't want to do that. Celebration of the hitman's birthday. Uh, I got an ice cream cake. Wait. <laughs> we have an ice cream cake here at the house in celebration of the hitman's birthday. You actually got an ice cream cake for the hitman. It's because of the hitman's birthday. Didn't get any decorations on it, but we did purchase an ice cream cake for Bret Hart's birthday. Okay. I'm, I have to ask. Is that a shoot? That's a shoot, brother. So the consortium the allowed consortium. funds to be spent on a, on a fudgy the whale for... Bret Hart's birthday. She loves the Hitman too. <laughs> has she? How many more Hitman matches has she seen than CM Punk matches? Infinite. That's true. That's very true. But we're not here to talk about Fudgy the Whale or Bret the Hitman Hart, even I though wish. we might, uh, or anything else. We're here to talk about WWE Money in the Bank 2022. Uh, just wrapping up live from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, um, which is not the home of the Las Vegas Raiders. And thank God it was not in that stadium because I feel as though the arena lent to a more uh, juiced crowd, so to speak. Uh, the crowd was live into it. Uh, from start to finish, for the most part. Um, Marcus, before we uh, dive into what's must watch, what's must skip, who our MVPs are, uh, let everyone know if they did not watch Money in the Bank on the award winning section of the Peacock app or the WWE Network, if you are international, uh, what they would have watched on said Money in the Bank card. Absolutely kicking off the show. Spoiler alert. Liv Morgan is going to defeat Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, Raquel Rodriguez, and Shotzi to become the Money in the Bank contract holder for the women's match. 
Big Bob Lashley becomes your new WWE United States Champion, defeating Theory. Bianca Belair retains the WWE Raw Women's Championship, defeating Carmella. The Usos defeat the Street Profits, retaining their undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Ron Rousey defeats Natalia to retain the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, but not for long, as <laughs> Liv Morgan immediately cashes in uh, and withstands a little scare from Ron Rousey, and Liv Morgan successfully cashes in her Money in the Bank contract to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And in our main event of the evening, the mystery man, a late addition, if you will, Theory defeats Mad Cat Moss, Omos, Riddle, Sam Zayn, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre to become the contract holder of the men's money in the bank. Boy, boy, howdy. I, um, I'll, I'll be completely forthright when I say that about halfway through this live, premium live event on the award-winning section of the Peacock Network. Uh, I I asked Marcus if this is going to be the shortest episode of Viewer's Choice we've ever done. Uh, I think we may have added some time to the clock since that uh, that text went out to him. Um, I will let I will defer, and I will let you start with wherever you want to start. I'm not going to pigeonhole you into choosing must watch or must skip i will let you freely travel traverse through the landscape that is your mind on uh your uh take on what we just witnessed uh on the peacock so i'll start i'll just get it out of the way the women's money in the bank ladder match uh, the women were trying to work. The ladders weren't. And that's okay. Happens. Yep. But when you have a plan A, you need to have a plan B. And if your plan B is to just pick up where you left off with plan A, you better have a plan C. And nobody in this match seemed to have a plan B or C um, for things not going right. Um. Some of the moves looked fine. At no point was I ever emotionally invested in this match. At no point did I connect with any of the characters outside of Asuka. Um, I felt like Asuka and Becky were there as red, red earrings, if you will. Um, to their credit, WWE is clearly on a hard-to-say youth movement. Um, but they realize, I think, that they need some fresh faces some fresh stars uh i don't think Liv morgan qualifies for that as she has been around for quite a little while already she finally won a match so we got that out of the way it's not for me that's okay not everything has to be this win was not for me i did not feel a single thing um i will say if your finish is a spot that shelton benjamin would do halfway through Money in the Bank ladder matches 10 years ago and then whiffing by a mile and slapping your leg on a kick that misses by a mile 
and that is supposed to be your finish, you need to have a plan D. Not impressed. Not impressed. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give a hefty must skip. We said it. I said it to you in the text chain. <laughs> I said it. I said the ladder matches will be fine. There's only ever been like two Money in the Bank ladder matches I can think of that I was like, meh. I didn't find the ladies' Money in the Bank to be as egregious as you. As you. But was it? Did you think it was really good? I thought it was. I'm gonna use a phrase that I I have no I have no. <laughs> I have absolutely no uh, standing to use because I've aged out of the usage of this word, but it's mid. Mm. It's an it's not a must watch, but it's not a must skip. And that's how I feel about literally the entire show. Minus one match. There's one match for me. That peaks. In either the really good or the really bad. Just one. Mm-hmm. Everything else to me, they found a way for me to make money in the bank a extreme rules. They found yeah. a way to make it a battleground. Yep. A great balls of fire. A, 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 a An event that leads to a major event. Correct. And they had done a really good job the last 10 plus years of making money in the bank a crown jewel, if you will, event. A stone on the Infinity Gauntlet. Is that a reference that I'm using somewhat correctly? You actually, you you got all the verbiage right. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the reference has been around for like five years. I think I, I might, might get the hang of it. About as long as Liv Morgan's been around, so... <laughs> They said eight years. Oh my gosh! Um, no, she um, debuted in two thousand uh, end of twenty sixteen. All right, yeah, heard enough. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Not everybody can just automatically just oopsie poopsie get their way into for in uh, all defense, like in defense. There's been a lot of start and stop with Liv. Mm-hmm. She's been. The last person standing in a casualty or in a casualty cutting where she didn't seem like she was the one person who would be saved out of the the riot squad. And yet she was. Mm-hmm. Then she tried to there was a start and stop with her very early on on Smackdown when right after the uh, the cutting of the riot squad uh, with Charlotte two. two. Yeah. Too. That was that was the comeback. That was the comeback from getting her water cut off. That was the second time. But that's not Liv's. I wouldn't put that on Liv. None of it's on Liv. It's all terrible creative. It just feels like a lot of your negativity is pointing towards Liv, the performer, and not the creative. It's just a warm body. I I just put anybody there. I, I just don't find I, they have not given her a character that resonates with me in any sort of way, unless I mean, the character is I try hard. I mean, I was kind of into the 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 thruple live. What is that? What's you, thruple? What is that? Remember mean? that one time that they were trying to turn Monday Night Raw into a version of Blacked? With- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we can say it on the North South connection. We don't necessarily say oh. it on uh, on soon to be named network. Oh. With Lana and Bob Lashley. You mean her third comeback? When she came back and she said that she had been sneaking around with Lana. Uh-huh. I was here for like Liv being edgy in a somewhat provocative sense. Wearing like leather mommy stuff and doing whatever. But then like she turns into like a Powerpuff girl. And then I don't know what the heck she's Got doing now. Called off. You're missing the bathtub uh, vignettes where she comes back and then goes missing again. Uh, you're talking about uh, the tag team with Rhea. You're mm-hmm. talking about another singles run before the tag uh, run with Rhea where she's like finding herself again. It's good thing you're bringing this up because this makes me think that originally Liv was supposed to win and cash in on Rhea beating Bianca Mm. and then going that way as opposed to just cashing in on Ronnie Rousey after a fantastic grapple F with Natalia. And I'm using I'm using the words fantastic and grapple F in in big loose quotation marks. Skip. I don't think it's skippable. Uh, it's, that's skippable. It's mid. It's it's a skip. It's probably It wasn't even mid to me. It's a TV show match. It's not a pay-per-view match. It fit exactly where it was supposed to be in the place between the banger of all bangers and your main event. Like that match fit exactly where it was supposed to be. But literally, but it's not supposed to. It has Ron Rousey, who was the biggest name on the show. And that's the role you're going to use her. in. I mean, yes, she's the biggest name. She's the biggest name in name alone. <laughs> but in not name, I bet it's a contract alone as well. Yeah, but she is their in, biggest star on that show in fight town. Boy, people didn't really give a crap about Rhonda in Vegas. She was getting booed out the building as opposed to, you know, yay! I remember seeing her beat people up and do arm stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's just not for me. Um, but if you going back to like my point, A lot of that first half of the show, on top of the Money in the Bank match, on top of the United States Championship match, uh, and the Raw Women's title match, are all very pedestrian, you know, matches that are just taking us to SummerSlam. And if you've ever needed a reason to believe that money in the bank is nothing more than a vehicle to get you to SummerSlam, then let's count like the six SummerSlam promos that they ran during the event. Question about those promos. Yeah, Um, let's talk about problematic Kid Rock being involved in anything in 2022. Correction. That's not Kid Rock? Hall of Famer problematic Kid Rock. Sure, whatever. Are um, we going to get uh, America the Beautiful is performed by Ivanka Trump next? 
Gosh. I'm um, on one. <laughs> I need you to meet um, me. It'll be performed by a Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray. <laughs> Is um are pinballs a big deal in Nashville? I don't know, man. Because the SummerSlam promo, it's like, oh, here's a pinball that says SummerSlam, and then it gets shot, and then yeah. the ball moves so fast, and there's a camera cut for a pinball. Let me look up. Yeah. I'm looking up Pinball Wizard. It's a song written by The Who. I'd rather the theme song be The Who. I feel like there's something going on with pinballs and and what is it on brand as the kids would say what does pinball and nashville have in common while you do a journalism on that there were a lot of promos and vignettes that were looking forward to SummerSlam. and it's not like how wcw would like highlight halloween havoc or world war three at like fall brawl it wasn't like that like it was clearly using this premium live event as a commercial for the one that's supposed to really count SummerSlam. Right. Like they were talking about how Theory's going to cash in at SummerSlam. Right. We got a five minute promo on Last Man Standing for mm-hmm. SummerSlam. Mm hmm. You know what else we got promos for? Some big, young, and up and coming superstars. Please tell me. Uh, we got this promo, this vignette on the history of young up-and-coming superstar Mike the Miz Mizanin. Oh. Um, we also got a video package right before the main event of young up-and-coming superstar Drew McIntyre. Tim, uh, mm-hmm. Tim, you know, I'm, I'm going I'm to stop you right there because I uh-huh. think you're being a little harsh about this and I'm going to come up to their defense on this one. I like these personality pieces. And I think it's about time that we got to know somebody who we've seen on WWE TV across the last three decades, Mike the Miz Mizanin. I feel like I don't know enough about this guy. Does he have a reality show? He feels like he should have a reality show. I believe, get, I get believe it's the number life. one rated reality show in all of cable television. You know, Miz and Mrs. Oh, that's the same Miz? Yeah. Same as from MTV. The real world? Yep, yeah, that's the real him. World. Well, I'll be. The guy from Tough Enough? Okay, well, what about, this Drew Mac- what about this Drew McIntyre kid? The guy right. who won the Royal Rumble? Hold on. Is this the same Drew McIntyre that Vince McMahon said was the chosen one in 2009? Yep. Yep. Same, same guy. Same Drew McIntyre that had a lengthy Intercontinental title run on SmackDown? You in know like 2009, it. 2009, MB people didn't watch wrestling then. That's like the dark periods. We watched. Same Drew McIntyre that was in 3MB? I mean, yeah, that's they talked about it. Hold on a second. What about the guy who, like, cut the ring in half literally at WrestleMania? Uh, same guy that was, like, NXT 5.0 champion for, like, one, a year one, or whatever. 1.0 champion? But it's, like, the fifth incarnation of NXT. Nah, this, that was, I'll like, all that stuff was, like, beta. Okay. It was beta testing, so it was like leading up to the official 1.0 launch. So again, somebody who I've seen <laughs> across all three decades <laughs> of this millennium. Who was the third profile piece on? I believe it was Kevin Owens. Yes! 
you know, Kevin Owens. Not like so, he's sneakily been on the main roster since 2015. You know, the guy who main evented with Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. You know, he's only been around for seven years. Now, I sure. love Kevin Owens. I sure. love Kevin Owens. I, I love really Kevin. To love Ke- Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens dropping, is great. Dropping the bit here. I love Kevin Owens, but like I, I do too. Can we get some personality pieces on some people that like aren't already super exposed on TV? I'll say this: I liked the Mrs. package. I like. Don't clip me out of context, please. Don't. Don't isolate sound bites on this one. I like I like the package that they did for the Miz. I like the package that they did for Kevin Owens because the Miz and Kevin Owens were not featured at Money in the Bank. And if your first time watcher is coming in and Money in the Bank is their first event, which God help you, why is it? Those video packages tune you into guys who you maybe don't know maybe my problem is that you do this gigantic video package on drew McIntyre right before the main event. Not like you're going to actually see him wrestle and do something. It's like triple stamping a double stamp. Like here is a video package on drew McIntyre and here's why you should like him. Then we're going to give you the match with drew McIntyre and and give you more reason why you may want to like him. Because he comes out and he's got a cool sword and he does fire stuff and he's got a kilt. Yeah. And he comes out last in the money in the bank, quote unquote, last. All right. Let's get to that. That's a good uh, good transition Boy, right there. God, theory is the worst. So let's talk about it. All right. Um, you want to go first, Tim? They had me bit. Okay. They got as you. soon they got as you Adam Pierce came out. You bought a ticket. Now, who did you I- think it could be? Uh, um, you got a smile there. Um, right, tell the rock. Who, who you think it's going to be? I might have when Adam Pierce came out. <laughs> <laughs> I might have went to the snuff drawer. I might have pulled out you were a, nice, a nice, a nice, a nice thick rubber band. You were free basin. I was fixing for. I was trying to find a vein. And right when I found it to go in for the nightmare narcotic, <laughs> then my whole body went limp oh, when man. theory came out. Oh man! <laughs> I was oh, like, I was like, man, I know I just saw the scar on Monday. I don't care. He could come on. Oh, man. Look, man, what, what's the worst he's going to do? Right. They got to go back in and do a little attachment Jones again. You can't afford another one. Yeah, you can. WWE will pay for it. Oh, man. Just take it out of his pyro budget. It'll be okay. They're already saving money from him not being there. But they're printing money on all these shirts they're making. Clearly. Uh, (laughs) Man. um, Yo, man. man, So you thought uh, it was going to be Cody. I Uh, Okay. And then if it wasn't Cody... The only other acceptable answer I had in my head was John Cena. Oh, okay. But then we got John Cena, and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Or so we'd like to believe it's John Cena. Because so they'd like you to think. God, yes. I just... 
there is a, a phrase that you and I use on the regular. Theory is a big non-preferred for me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really do anything for me. Doesn't move the needle. He's a big young kid, 24 years old. Looks like a million bucks. He he can move in the ring. He, he's, he's decent. Again, do they not have like 50 of him? No, they've actually cut 50 of him. Uh, and they're all in AEW now. Right now, all, all we've got in NXT is Cameron Grimes and Braun Breaker and a couple of fake Italians. And we've got um, Maga the Stallions over there. And um, that's it. That's it. Um, Toxic Attraction. Uh, so Theory comes out. How do you feel? Deflated. Okay. But also like, ah, theories here. He's just another guy in the match. Right. Happen. He's just here. Somebody else to punch that bump card. So Seamus and McIntyre don't have to, and Zane don't have to get thrown they around. Need, they needed a bump guy in there. Right. They needed another bump guy. Cool. Theories here. And, and if you're looking at the history of everything that's going on, theory in the WWE's recent history has been a person who has been involved against better wishes in a lot of high profile matches. As of late, I remember the Saudi Arabia elimination chamber that Bob Lashley got concussed in quote unquote, which Brock wins the title leading into the biggest WrestleMania main event in history. Um, but the last guy in that elimination chamber match was theory with Brock. Uh, this feels very heavy handed Mm -hmm. as is the way with WWE. There is no nuance whatsoever with the WWE. Well, I'll, I'll take that back. I'll tell you where there's a bit of nuance, but we'll I'll, I'll get there once we get past fully talking about the men's money in the bank. All right. To me, there was no real winner of this money in the bank match. Like looking at the eight guys, I'm like none. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been completely cool if the briefcase is just still hanging up there for Monday. Nobody won. I didn't really need like. I didn't care if Seth would have won. I wouldn't have cared if Drew would have won. I wouldn't have cared if Sheamus would have won. Maybe Riddle, because I care about Riddle. Omos would have been fun and funny. Mad Cat Moss, what? I get Mad Cat Moss is like on a, on a heater right now, but nobody cared. Literally nobody cared. Crickets when he climbed the ladder. When he was in, spot. when he was in position to win the briefcase. Crickets. Nobody like. Not a, not booze. Not Jiminy not Cricket. Cheers. Not Cricket Wireless. No. Nothing. Um, Sam Zayn would have been cool. Yeah, that was my that was my pick. Sam Zayn would have been awesome. Instead, we get theory. Yay. The guy who was supposed to be a red herring is actually like the guy. It's like Kaiser Sose is the guy. So, 
This is my problem. When you have how many qualifiers? Seven. Six. A, a four-way battle royals on the men tag and women's matches. side. Tag matches. People regaining their spots. People getting second chances, which I don't like anyways. Whatever. But when you have a guy dropped in, much like they did with Brock a couple years ago, and like they did now with Theory, and they win, you just told your viewers everything you just watched doesn't matter. Right. All that time you invested. Not only does it doesn't matter, it, it's a slap in the face because you feel foolish. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a swerve as in, I didn't see that coming. It's not, oh, that's awesome. It's a slap in the face. It's a waste of time. And I know people consume WWE differently now. Video clips, YouTube, GIFs, slash GIFs, whatever side of the aisle you fall, fall on there. One of the sides is right. And if you know which side you're on, you're on the wrong side. But if you put any effort into watching and caring about investing any time or energy into who was in this match, I feel for you because that sucks. But Marcus, anything can happen in the world wrestling entertainment. Then Sam Zayn should have won. No, Theory won. I have never seen on WWE television people leave so quickly after a match is over. Well, they had stab things to do, like right. try it to is, make it over to the UFC show. It is it is a hour or two earlier on that side. Like they're they're getting dinner, they're going to the UFC. I, I just I can't. I, they're I highly doubt they got slots earlier. to hit. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just amazing to see so many people leave so quickly. That's it's now we're used to seeing. It's not a good sign. Um, yeah, this was. Um, I thought it was a slap in the face. I and I didn't even watch any of the TV really leading up into it. Neither I did was I. Just trying to follow along. Yeah, who's in and, this week? Who's thanks, out? Whatever. Thanks to WWE American Nation on YouTube. <laughs> That's right. To get you all caught up. Um. Uh. And the video packages, right? They all did a good job of catching you up. Uh, if you don't want to commit to the three hours every Monday and two hours every Friday. The actual, uh, the pre-show was solid. Yeah. As a guy who had, did not really pay attention to much live to, live WWE programming, boy, watching the pre-show caught me right up. I was ready to go. Um. But it's not all negative for me tonight. There was one little spot of nuance that the WWE gave me. Mm. And that's the nuance of the ending of the must-watch match of the night, the Usos and the Street Profits. The little bit of nuance at the end with the non-finish. The finish non-finish. You look like you really couldn't care for this match. The match that everybody thought was going to be good was good. You can't just like people in the greatest WWE put Stone Cold Steve Austin number one because he was the hottest guy in the hottest era. You can't then like 
not say, oh, well, the the best, the, the, the match that was supposed to be the best was the best. Like, it's still must watch. I would say no. I would not turn on the show to watch that match. And maybe I, that's just because I'm down, but I feel like they're, they're going to run it back. So yes, I don't feel like are. I need to watch this. I would have said that until we got to like this, the last third of the match. If there was maybe even another match on this card to turn on the pay-per-view for, excuse me, premium live event for, sure, keep it running for this match. But for me, after what I just sat through, sorry. I get it. And that's why I was very apt or very quick to, to think, you know, this whole match isn't, it's not must skip or must watch. It's just meh. It's a placeholder. It's a carry to SummerSlam. To me, if there's one thing you're going to want to watch, it's the match with the Street Profits and the Usos. Um, the Usos. Montez Ford is ready to just break out. The, he is he is ready. He is built for for toughness and is ready to go. I hope. When we're doing this next year, that Montez Ford is the one pulling down a briefcase. <sighs> Wouldn't it be great? Yep. It would be great. Yeah. Um, but th- I thought that the match is fantastic. Angelo Dawkins looked great. He really yeah. kicked in a new gear too. Um, but all in all, like I'm giving it. I'm giving that a must watch to have it have something that is must watch. But if I'm in my heart of hearts and I'm being honest and truthful, it's, it's all, it's not must watch. It's not must skip. It's just all in the middle for me. Nothing's egregious. Nothing's bad per se, but nothing's great. Tim, I wish I had a couple extra thumbs. (laughs) So I could give this whole card like seven thumbs down. It's all, it's all throw it in the bin. Boy, toss it in the bin, mate. It's not going to be all time bad. Like it's not an all time bad event. No, it wasn't all time bad. It was just like all time. Lukewarm. It was lukewarm. It's like worse though. Worse, like not even like, oh yeah, I could eat this. I can't, I can't eat it. But I that's can't Luke, eat it, but, it, but that's lukewarm. Like, isn't cold. that like room temperature? Yeah. No, no, this was like below room temperature though. <sighs> like it, it, it sat out overnight and it got a little cold. Right, but that's that's like to me, it's growing, I'm thinking it's growing like, mold. I love pizza, but there's two types of pizza that I'm here for. Either fresh, hot, out of the oven pizza. Burn the roof of your mouth. Just molten lava cheese. Make that sound. (sighs) Or cold pizza packaged up from overnight. And then in the morning, you've got cold pizza. The worst pizza is getting that box of Domino's at 6. And then at 1130, you're like, oh, man, I could really go for a slice. And it's still there. It's not cold, but it's not hot. It's in the middle. It's lukewarm. It's unedible. It's not passable. Yeah. And um, we agree and on that. It's 
it's not passable, it's not edible, not acceptable. But it's not bad. It. Like it's it's just It wasn't bad enough to be like, oh my gosh, this was so bad. Right. Like it's 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 not bad enough to make it all time bad, but it's not good enough to make it even good. I can't wait till you guys cover 2022-2023 on war. And then you come back to this and then you're like, "Ah, actually, this was this was actually okay." And you give it like a war of like 13. Probably not. Definitely not going to happen, especially since we got to live Morgan win. Uh, look, I just listened to the <laughs> latest episode. I just la- heard the latest episode where you found a way to make two NXT 2017 shows like in the top 10. It wasn't me. It was you. You're one half responsible, but in either event, um, we have to pick an MVP. Who's the MVP of the night? I'll go ahead and I'll go first. Okay. Right or wrong. The MVP is Liv Morgan. She broke her glass ceiling. She finally got money in the bank. She cashed in successfully. And now she's rocket strapped until they take the rocket off of her in four weeks at SummerSlam. Uh, My guess is they'll do it before that. And I don't think so. Uh, How long did Nikki A.S.H. have the title? Two weeks. She is no Nikki A.S.H. So um, my MVP... I'm going to give it to Sam Zayn. Okay. He is, he was the most enjoyable part of the evening for me. And, um, I enjoyed his antics in the ladder match and the one time of the night where like I was really engaged was when Sam Zayn was climbing the ladder and had his hand up on the briefcase, uh, before getting pushed off. Like I, I thought he was going to do it. So it's Sam Zayn for me. My main man, Sheamus, comes in a close number two. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen my main man, Sheamus, in a big main event spot. But, um, yeah, not enough for me. I don't know if you could see that. I could not. No. So my when my roommate just texted me. And he, 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 he wasn't watching, he wasn't watching uh, Money in the Bank Live. But he just texted me. I'm done with WWE. Theory wins money in the bank. There you go, folks. (sighs) But Sam Zayn, Liv Morgan, of course, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. Remember? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Remember real quick before you wrap us up. You're good. Remember when Stephanie McMahon came out, I believe it was in March, Mm -hmm. and said, we can script the buzzer beaters? Which, by the way, is like defeating the whole point of a buzzer beater. The Liv Morgan thing felt like a scripted buzzer beater to me. That's fine. Good. Just not an ounce of authentic emotion out of anything. But that's me. That's so yeah, you. scripted buzzer beater. I thought that was the main phrase that stuck out in my mind after watching this. Scripted buzzer beaters. That's fair. That's very fair. That's very fair. Of course... Let us know what you think um, on our Twitter at T and M shows. It's uh, where you'll catch uh, episodes of this and our other podcast, final wrestling place, 
as well as uh, on our link tree, links to WWE War and Three Count Thursday, um, which are podcasts that both Marcus and I uh, inhabit from time to time. Uh, so many podcasts to catch here on the North-South Connection. Pods dropping on the daily. The revamp of Clotheslines and Headlines, head by Ryan Gray and company. Fantastic stuff. New Gen on a mission. Ruth's Ursley Aggressive. Uh, the wrestler that was with Aaron George. Uh, of course, I said WWE War. But uh, no holds barred. So many pods to listen to on the North-South Connection. Uh, you can literally get your fill uh, from any of them. Um, if you enjoy what we do here, please check us out over at Final Wrestling Place. Uh, Marcus and I, every Monday at midnight, uh, take the nouns of professional wrestling and assign them arbitrary red points and green points and put them in either the good place or the bad place. This season, we are doing a versus season where we're putting two topics up against one another and one's got to go in the good place and one's got to go in the bad place. The overarching category is makeshift tag teams. And the first two teams going head to head are former WWF tag team champions, Taz and Spike Dudley going against former WWE raw tag team champions, Riddle and Randy Orton. Uh, It's going to be fun to break this down. You'll catch that this Monday at midnight uh, over on the uh, uh, on uh, any of your pod catchers of choice Uh, episode will be dropped at T and M shows on Twitter as well. If you want to follow us on social media, you can. I'm at not the tool man. Marcus is the wrestling speakeasy. If you know, you know, Uh, a big shout out to our pod adjacent friends over on the soon to be named network, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. It's your home for uh, podcasts like Final Wrestling Place as well as other wrestling offerings of At Odds with Wrestling with Joe Sposto and Adam Van. And We Need Wrestling with the Dooge, uh, DJ, and of course, uh, Brett. Um, and Hit My Music, a podcast that shows the lines where wrestling and music intersect. Hosted by the man who's responsible for the audio you're hearing right now, Mr. David Kincannon, a.k.a. DeWiki, the Sneaker Dean, Shoesy, uh, the Jingle Meister himself. We will be back here next time for, I believe, it will be the SummerSlam. Live the SummerSlam. From Nashville, some of the North-South Connection will be live and live in color in, in Smashville. Big pinball town. That's right. But we will be here doing the work like my man Cody would let us do. Um, But let us know uh, what you think. And while our opinion matters to some, uh, as always, the choice is yours. (laughs) 